Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode number 54, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all of your banking needs, visit the team at their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. So Tyler, how goes it? Um, good, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Tellers, the band I played in, we released our uh, full length this weekend. We played with Connor Byrne. You were there. Henry wasn't there. I was there. Uh, it was a blast. Thanks for coming. Uh, Henry had his own show. But yeah, it was a ton of fun. Carl Blau, um, who's an Anacortis guy that I'm like pretty enamored with, he um, headlined that show for us. And it felt like tons of Everett people were out there. It was a, it was a good night. I'm still kind of tired. And maybe even still a little bit hungover, but I'm not. I'm maybe I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a fun show. I really love the new album. Thanks. I've uh, had it streamed on Spotify. Cool. I, yeah. I meant to buy one at the release show, but I didn't see them there. I know they there. were way too expensive. I'm just kidding. No, they. That's funny. You didn't see them there. Um, they were kind of by the door. Okay, I yeah. totally missed it. So okay. <laughs> I walked right by them. It's okay. It's on Spotify, so nobody will buy it now. <laughs> where where can people buy them if they want to uh, uh, get a copy? They can get them online, like uh, off of our website, tellersband.com. But locally, you can pick them up at Silver Cup Coffee. Brad's selling them over there. Nice. 12 bucks a piece. Right on. And if you still have a CD player, it'll actually play in it. <laughs> so, yeah. How you doing? Very cool. I'm good. Uh, I've been doing Corey Michaelis's comedy class. Oh, yeah, that's right. The last week. We've had uh, two classes, uh, a couple more this week, and then our final performance next week, uh, next Tuesday at the parlor in Bellevue. And you probably shouldn't come because I'm probably going to be <laughs> really horrible. <laughs> never done stand-up, hey, never that, tried comedy. That but. was a good joke right there. That but um, So I know how much you love to be put on the spot. So I won't ask you to tell a joke, but I am curious. It seems like a pretty fast pace that you're moving at for this class. Are you feeling like you're it's super uh, fast. learning about how to be funny, I guess, you know? Yeah, it's, it is funny because Corey used to be a high school teacher at Cascade here in Everett. So he definitely is a, a teacher, you, you know? So it is, I mean, we talk, we watch some little videos and this and that, but the classes are each two hours long and it's pretty traditional, like going through outlines, like here's the components of a joke and how to be funny and different ways people approach it. And, and then he emails us all these resources. Now go watch all these and study this and write down that. And it's interesting. It's like real work trying to be funny. It turns out. (laughs) Have you figured out your comedy shtick yet? Um, I don't know if I am advanced enough yet to confidently see I have my shtick figured out but gotcha. I'm working on it I'm working on it well that's really interesting good luck with all of that that yeah, would terrify thanks, I need me. it that would terrify <laughs> me but I'm sure you're gonna do a great job and I will definitely be there oh, um, so this week we have Nick Pembroke from McLean Insurance on the show McLean is a sponsor of Live in Everett and Nick is here to shed some light on the insurance world he's also a longtime uh Everett local. He's a professional skier and an all-around solid fellow. In fact, Nick is my insurance broker, um, and I'm super happy. We're super happy to have him on the podcast. Hey, Nick. Hello. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Real quick, before we jump into things, uh, just a reminder, we're doing a taco eating contest coming up. You should come, Nick. Do you like tacos? I love tacos. All right, you might have to think about signing up. It's uh, Tuesday, May 8th at Mazatlan. All-you-can-eat street tacos, 20 bucks to enter. 
Uh, winner takes away $200 in prizes. Uh, we got limited spots available. You can sign up over on the website, liveineverett.com slash shop. Let's jump into our convo with Nick and get off the taco topic. <laughs> uh, Enough taco talk. Yeah, let's see. Um, you, uh, What's your background in Everett? I uh, was born and raised in Everett to an extent. So I lived here, born in 78, lived here until 87, just down on Nassau Street, right by the hospital. Nice. And I moved out to Snohomish and uh, graduated from Snohomish High School. Oh, gotcha. So then I started working for McLean Insurance uh, in 2000. I'd always stayed in touch with the McLeans and Everett. Uh, and uh, so I've been here, this will be my 18th year in Everett. Uh, cool. Megan and I, my wife and our kids moved back to Everett almost five years ago. Um, so we've nice. lived uh, here in Everett now again, getting to know Everett again. And what part of Everett are you guys in? Right now we're in West Everett. So off Muckleteal Boulevard, Okay. Yeah, Boulevard yeah. Bluffs. Oh okay. yeah, that's nice. nice out there. Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice area. Right on. Are we allowed to say what your wife does? Yes. She's the, let's see, communications director for the city of Everett? She's now an executive yeah. director uh, for the city of Everett. So she's, okay. yeah, that's the title. But communications, marketing. Marketing, yeah. Tourism. Yeah. 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 All so, around very nice person. She's she terrific. Has, she has a really legit job and I feel like has a lot of um, pull, <laughs> you know? And you would never know because she's so down to earth and just cool and easy to talk to. So yeah, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. No kidding. I can't imagine. Yeah. I feel like you guys are a very Everett family, which oh, is, which is sure. cool. You're super plugged in and I love it. So, um, how did you first, uh, get into the insurance world? There's a joke amongst insurance agents. You never dream of being an insurance agent, but it is a very cool gig. Um, I was, a uh, cultural anthropology major at Western up in mm. Bellingham. And, uh, my, one of my best friends, Tim McLean was, uh, working at the agency at the time. Uh, he knew that in my senior year, which is not the best idea. Don't let your kids do this, but wanted to take six months off. Uh, so I decided I was ahead in credits and I took six months off. Anyway, Claudia was kind enough to pull my wayward soul into her office. And this is <laughs> Claudia McLean. Yeah, Claudia McLean. And I answered phones. Um, I did some paperwork and I read a lot of books, uh, my own books. And she just said, when you get your work done, you can read whatever you want. And I kept this spreadsheet and I got up to like 43,000 pages that year. Wow. wow. So she said, hey, why don't you devote some of that time? Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I was interesting business. So she was, I was like, sure. And I got licensed and just she just kept, uh, you know, mentoring me. So Claudia, I mean, I do feel like she's one of the most interesting and generous and nice people that I've ever met in my life. So she let you like finish your work and stay for the rest of, I'm assuming a full-time shift and you could just sit there and read and she paid you for it. Yeah. Whatever I wanted. Uh, wow. Now the, the reason why she needed me to start with was to answer phones. They needed somebody to triage. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know? mm. Um, so it wasn't in the insurance agent, uh, role at that time for yeah. sure. But yeah. Yeah, so you're just kind of standing by if somebody needs something. If they don't, you're just reading. I don't know. What were you reading back then? Yeah, and I also just <laughs> pulled out my calculator, <laughs> did some quick math here. So if you read over 43,000 pages, and if the average book, let's say, is about 300 pages, that's over 140 books. Yeah, it was, it was cranking a, them out. 
I was a cultural anthropology major with a minor in English. I liked to read. Um, okay, so this is like a lot of school reading or just more? No, just it was just like every book. You know, all those books that you wanted to read when you're in college or high school, but you didn't have time Romance to because you're reading all the books you need to read for college and high school. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Just catching up. So I read a, a lot of different stuff. Are you still a big reader? Or? Uh, yes, I still read every night. Um, now it, most of it is you, I, my goal is a chapter before I need to close it cause I'm too tired, you know, but yeah, I still nice. read for sure. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So, um, let's see any insurance horror stories. Yeah. W- there's a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot <laughs> where to start. Yeah. You know, there's, there's funny ones, uh, but you know, do you, you get just strange calls from people, but there's also like the tragic ones, of course, right? you in people's families, all, all types of things happen. Um, horror stories are, uh, you know, some real, uh, interesting ones or hard ones are people call and, you know, they had the total garage fire on Christmas Eve, um, lost the whole detached garage because of chicken coop light. Oh no. Mm. That, that one's a horror story because they had their, you know, a uh, nice new boat. Um, they had, uh, multiple ATVs, uh, and, uh, all their stuff. Everybody puts everything in the garage, mm-hmm. all their stuff since totally. they were like 20. And were they underinsured? Uh, so no on the things oh. that I knew about. Um, now yeah. you, there, you can't, you, you ask about everything, but you don't always hear about everything. So, um, so a quick tip for people to know is that your homeowner's insurance does not cover motorcycles and ATVs. Uh, and you can't assume it does. Oh, gotcha. Also doesn't cover electric bicycles. Anything that has a motor, don't assume it's covered. Oh, cause that's all probably done through like vehicle insurance or something. You got to like buy that. like a recreational vehicle policy. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. So, um, for the most part, the boat. Then, uh, you know, the, the champion in stories, the neighbor ran across the street and hooked up his truck to the boat and pulled it out of the, the inferno. Oh my saved gosh. Most of the boat. Oh, wow. <laughs> saved yeah. most of the boat. Saved the boat. Yeah. Oh, save the boat. I, think I mean the most. motor, oh, okay. the motor, I think he needed some work, but yeah. Yeah. So wow. that's those, that's a, that's a horror story. Um, but there's lots of like real sad stories. Um, sure. Probably where people were like under uninsured on something that was very valuable and stuff like that. I'm sure happens a lot. What's the weirdest thing somebody's ever tried to insure? Has anybody ever called and said, uh, I'd like to insure my, um, horse. (laughs) Yeah. The people call and try and insure their pets a lot. Um, people have called do that, right? You do pet insurance. Yeah, we do pet insurance. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we do for health and like it's like pet health insurance. What about like insuring their hands because they're karate masters or or their hand model? They can purchase oh. hand insurance through like Lloyd's of London. There, that's an option. Really, to people, uh, the professional people will insure their legs. You know, if they're like a sprint, uh, a track athlete or something. Wow. Um, I've had uh, an odd one is a, a person who calls and asks to get some renters insurance because they heard liability will cover their aggressive pit bull. And, you know, we, we, one thing was we can't provide you with insurance if you have a pit bull. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Right. Through our companies. Oh, yeah. no. Poor pit yeah. bulls. So those are, I know pit bulls are singled out amongst They're some other sweet dogs. dogs. Yep. You might yep. need to get some insurance, Tyler. I mean, now that you're like a local celebrity. <laughs> there was Maybe a, your hair. Yeah, insure my hair. I don't know. It's probably going to fall out as soon as I insure it. And then, then I won't have this hair anymore, I guess. I did. I was thinking about, 
um, like we had our show on Saturday and I was like, I was going to work on my house cause I work on my house like every weekend. And I was like, Oh, I better not. Cause if I smash my hand with a hammer, the band's going to be really mad at me. And then somebody made a joke and said, you should get hand insurance cause you're in a band. And it's funny that you can actually do that. I did not think that you can. Yeah. It's probably a lot of money, but I'm going to probably consider it now. <laughs> it probably is. I, I think they probably look <laughs> at the potential wealth that your hand would bring you and insure you for a charge you for a fraction of that. Cool. They'll find out that I'm in a, a band and they'll be like, well, there's no money in the music industry. So, you know, it'll probably be a pretty cheap policy. Right. Nick, I'm curious if there are any tips or like hacks that you could share that, you know, things about insurance that the average person may not know. Yeah, um, the the top of mind one is always check with your agent for discounts. I think the the biggest hack is just ask. Um, you're not necessarily going to be able to find them yourself. Hey Nick, can I get some discounts on my insurance? Yeah, give me a call. Cool, we'll go through <laughs> it for sure. I mean, there's a, there's not always something. Um, hopefully, your insurance agent done, has done a really good job, but maybe something changed. Simple things like low mileage, paid in full, even where you graduated from in college can give you a discount. What is paid in full? Paid in full would be instead of doing a monthly automatic withdrawal from your checking account or just sending them a check once a month, if you paid it in full for the year or mm. for six months, I see. They'll give you a usually a discount, can be able to save you five percent or so. Oh, that's cool. Gotcha. So I always thought that I needed like to do because I live in a brick house and I thought it'd be impossible for me to get earthquake insurance. But I called you because I was like, What retrofitting do I need to do to get earthquake insurance? And you said nothing. You don't and I need was, it. And I was able to just buy earthquake insurance and uh, that feels pretty good. Yeah. It's actually not that expensive either, which I was surprised about. No, it's not crazy expensive like people think. But if you don't have earthquake insurance, you don't have earthquake insurance. That's the other thing people don't think about. There's nothing that's going to kick in and cover you. But you're right. There are companies out there that do say you have to get retrofitted and they won't cover brick homes, but not all companies are like that. Okay. So you just have to find the right company. Um, one of the companies we represent doesn't care about brick homes. They'll give you a 15% discount if you do retrofit it. Uh, gotcha. But um, they'll still insure it if it's not, no matter the age. Hmm. Interesting. Any other good tips that uh, yeah people may not know about in general? Uh, yeah, one that's coming up a lot recently is the Uber um, mm. drivers. So Uber Eats, Uber, um, just the service. Uh, you're not necessarily covered. You're un, uh, most likely not covered. As soon as that app turns on in your car, your insurance turns off. Uh, and Uber doesn't pick you up until you pick the person up. So that whole time you're driving around looking for the ride with the app on, you don't have coverage. Hmm. Uh, and so wow. th that's wow. where you got to check with your insurance company because a lot of these insurance companies, uh, all I always like, well, everyone says insurance companies are reactive, right? The problem comes up and then they develop a product to do it. Uh, they are coming out with rideshare endorsements. So you can gotcha. pay a hundred bucks or so and get a, an Uber endorsement added to your auto insurance to cover you. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. The other thing that I think is interesting um, to me um is when I started working with you, I was with Pemco before, but it was a good opportunity to kind of go through like everything that I had insured, you know, like we had looked at our homeowner's insurance and our car insurance and like tweaked all of our policies and kind of found out that I was probably underinsured. Um, and you weren't like some like scary dude, like, Oh, you're underinsured. You've got to sign on the dotted line right now, but you're like, Hey, here's some things to consider. 
And I felt like that was a really like helpful thing that you did. And it was interesting to find out like where my gaps were. Cause I had no idea. Cause when I bought insurance when I was younger, it was just like, I need whatever's cheapest. I had no assets and I didn't own a home and I just needed car insurance to satisfy what my like bank or the law needed. Right. You know? So that was interesting to me. Yeah, that is a good point. So we get calls from a lot of young people who are splitting off. We call it, you know, leaving yeah, their yeah. parents policy for the first time. Uh, and they think they just want the minimum coverage, but what they don't realize we represent multiple insurance companies. So we can look at a bunch of different options. A lot of those companies give you a discount if you choose higher liability limits. So hmm. choosing the state minimum limits, they don't understand actually catches them in a cycle of paying higher rates because they don't get that discount. And if they bump up their limits to a, to a higher liability limit, liability pays for the damage you do to other people. Um, yeah. they see it as a sign of responsibility and they give you a discount for it. Interesting. I've heard a rumor that if you're a renter and sometimes you add renter's insurance to your policy that you get a multi-policy discount and it can sometimes offset most of that renter's insurance policy premium. That's true. It, uh, like we call it a free policy most of the time. Oh. Um, because the discount, especially when you're young, uh, you know, if you get a 10% discount on your auto insurance and you got an $1,800 year premium, yeah, yeah. your renter's insurance is 150 or whatever, you know, average is 10 to 15 bucks a month for renter's insurance. It really? can be That's cheaper. It? Yeah. Renter's insurance is cheap. It can be cheaper to have the renter's insurance than not to, um, then oh, there's crazy. some other that's another hack is it's super important to have renter's insurance for everybody. Um, the most important part of it is not just your stuff. It's cause you do stupid stuff. You leave something on the stove or you let the sink overflow and you flood all the neighbors who live around you in that complex. And then you get to pay for it out of pocket. Uh, yeah. Or if you get flooded out of your own apartment, um, they pay for the hotel while they're fixing it. Interesting. Um, so for our listeners out there that are looking to commit insurance fraud, can you give us any tips on insurance fraud? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't buy it after the fact. We do get these updates from uh, Mike Kreidler, the office insurance commissioner, and he always uh, points out all these people in Washington State that bought insurance the day after they needed it. Yeah, my brother-in-law is a insurance adjuster. I, I don't know who he works for. I can't remember. Maybe I shouldn't say, but he told me some crazy statistic, like one out of every three claims are fraudulent in Washington State. Wow. And maybe that's like too, maybe I'm getting that stat wrong, but I remember being like, whoa, seriously? That's crazy. It was, yeah. So he's on the adjusting side of it. So he's like, you know, paying or denying claims. That's his job. That would be the worst job, by the way, having to deny someone's insurance claim. That would be horrible. Um, but yeah, it was like a crazy number of insurance is actual fraud. And who would have thunk? No, I had, I had no clue. I have a cousin who works for one of these insurance companies and he's a special investigator. Um, just that would be a cool job. Uh, it sounds kind of rough, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, but yes, investigating those types of people. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, so what makes McLean like different than this is one thing that I never knew. So McLean is a brokerage versus like, I used to go direct through PEMCO before, but, um, can you explain that for our listeners? Like what makes McLean different as an insurance company? Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of things, but McLean's an independent insurance agency. It's also known as a brokerage. Um, we represent multiple insurance companies. We represent those insurance companies. So we have the authority to give you coverage and all those things, but we're also your advocate. 
So um, Claudia has owned the agency for 41 years this year, and we have like literally four generations of people in there. Um, and you can uh, keep working with those families as their needs change. So if you know someone bought a house that one company is not going to insure, we can just move that people, those people, to that new company. We get to keep working, you know, gotcha. with Tyler. We yeah. don't we don't lose that. Uh, we also can you know reevaluate their insurance every now and again to make sure they're in the right place. Um, so that's that's one aspect of why we're different, I think. Yeah. So let's say hypothetically, I got pulled over and I don't have my insurance card in the car because I just don't. <laughs> you left it, you left in your other pants. And uh, and I text you at seven o'clock at night and say, Hey Nick, can you text me my insurance card? Could you do that theoretically? Theoretically, I could. But um, you wouldn't because you have personal but, but boundaries. But don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I I might. Have a life there's been times, but there's also an app for all of our insurance companies where you can access your electronic insurance card. So oh, I nice. might likely say, Tyler, do you have the GoPemco app? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't have the GoPemco app. Oh, That's a true story that really did happen. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to text Nick for my insurance card because I couldn't find it in my glove box. And then I found it. True story. I have been the worst about insurance cards. I never ever have the right ones in my car, so I finally gave up, and I <laughs> only carry the app. That's smart. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> funny. So you're involved with uh, a lot of charities. I know you work with uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Snohomish County, and uh, I'm curious how you got started in doing charitable work. Uh, that goes back to Claudia in a lot of ways. So Claudia. Um, has supported the community and like Tyler said, is super generous. Um, she supported so many different organizations every year. Um, and she, uh, several years ago, just said to everybody in the office, you know, I love to give back. If it's in your heart, give back too. So she gives us um, paid time to volunteer. Um, my, one of my gives was I reached out to a friend of mine who works for the Sonoma School District. And I said, you know, I'm getting this opportunity to volunteer. I love to read. Reading was super important to me growing up. And how could I, you know, give back in, in that way? And um, she put me in touch with uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Snohomish County. And so I've been doing that. This, that's sixth year this year. Wow. And have nice. you been with the same, have you been the big brother for the same little brother for the whole time? No. So okay. it's, it, my situation's different. I'm a school-based big And so I get six kids at the start of every year, school year in September. Um, Sometimes this year, it's the second year. (laughs) So hard to explain, but they were second graders when I got them last year and they're third graders this year. And then that that match will end at the end of this year. And then so you're always with the same six? The six throughout that school year and possibly into the next year. And then... Do you like throw one book into the ring and then make them fight each other for it? Definitely. <laughs> we, uh, we generally, they, it's their club. So they don't actually get to choose to be in my club. It's usually they're chosen because they're homeless or their parents are incarcerated. There's some serious situations going on. Um, and they're falling behind in school uh, as a result. So the school counselor uh, singles them out to be in my club. That's um, awesome. So I'm there every Monday. That's all I got to do. I got to be there every Monday. They make friends in the club. They choose the name of the club. They drive the club. That's awesome. I just hook them up with books and games and such. Yeah, that's cool that you do that. What's the name of the club? Uh, this time it's just called Books Club, Book Club. Um, they Book name club. it. Last, like Classic. La- last year was Seahawks Club. Um, <laughs> they've had Awesome Kids Club. Yeah, that's good. Um, we always laminate it. They also choose all the rules. Those are awesome. Those are hilarious. Yeah, what are some of the rules? And, Keep uh, all, all four legs of your chair on the ground. 
Uh, gotcha. And they came up with that rule yeah, themselves? That's, that's them. Yeah, don't hit. Oh, uh, that makes sense. You know, that that's makes sense. You yeah. hope they'll come up with that one on their own. Um, raise your hand before you talk. Uh, they're all t- pretty typical ones. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Claudia is so cool that she encourages you, you uh, like her staff, to she'll pay for, that, for you to volunteer. It's amazing. Yeah, she's contributed. We uh, also jumped big onto the Y campaign this year to yeah, try and help that out. The capital and campaign for the new building, is that the one? It wasn't for the new building. It was for their services. So there was one that was Make a Splash where they take all the third graders from the low, like the, the high... Um, you know, where they help kids out with their lunches. I'm yeah. trying to think of what it is. Um, but anyway, they, from those uh, three schools, they bus them for a week to the Y and teach them how to swim. Cool. Um, so that was one part of it. Uh, and then the other one was they have a basically zero walls program where any teen can walk into the Y and say, I'm, you know, from a low income family and they get a year's membership for 17 bucks. Um, mm. nice. And uh, so that was the other part that we were doing all their fundraising for. Nice. That's awesome. Very cool. And I know you're a really outdoorsy person and a professional snow skier. Ski and, instructor. Um, I got a ski instructor. Yeah, I'm not that good of a skier. <laughs> Olympic gold medalist. Um, <laughs> Pembroke on the show. I'm curious what some of your favorite kind of outdoorsy places are. Uh, so a ski and, uh, skiing has uh, been a huge part of my life. So that one, um, I love the mountains skiing. Uh, some of my favorite places, uh, recently we've taken up a lot of running. So, uh, Everett Japanese Gulch, that was like mm. something that was brand new to me in the last couple of years. And yeah, I've always heard of the Japanese Gulch, but I've never gone, you know, trail running or anything like that. So I haven't actually explored it. You can do little loops on a hike. You can just take your dogs in there. But, um, I watched some of these people on, um, Strava, which is a, it's, it's like a social media app for runners. Hmm. You can watch their, they get like 12 miles in on those runs. Wow. Um, so there's just this loop, uh, loops of trails back in Japanese Gulch. So that's kind of current, um, down at the, uh, uh, Edgewater beach, um, heading over to Howarth park, lots of outdoor type stuff there. And Everett, uh, in the past, uh, friends and of, of mine for seven straight years, we presence day weekend, we'd gather all these guys together and we'd go to igloo adventure weekend. We'd go to paradise at Mount Rainier and we'd build igloos and stay in those for a nice. few days. Um, I took Megan on our second date was a backpacking trip up to Monte Cristo, which, uh, Mm. behind Monte Cristo is glacier basin. If you ever get a chance to go back there. Yeah, that's cool. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. I really want to check out Monte Cristo. I haven't been there yet. I have been to paradise at Mount Rainier and that was amazing. It's beautiful. Super amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Deep, deep snow. Nice. Well, we have a few Everett questions that we like to ask all of our guests. And so, We'll jump into those. Uh, how have you seen Everett change since you've been here? So, uh, since I've been here five years ago, cause when I was a kid, you know, um, actually that little tiny neighborhood when I was a kid is about exactly the same. My house oh, is yeah? the same province hospital where I learned how to ride my bicycle is the same. Oh, funny. But since, uh, since I've been here since five years ago when I moved here, cause I've worked here for 18, lived here for five. And in those last five years, I think it's changed in that people are so open. It's like uh, a huge uh, community um, for me. Uh, I mean, it is a community, but people are so open to um, letting you into their community, um, showing you all the awesomeness that is Everett, uh, things that everybody is doing to just innovate and just be exciting. That's cool. I think it's fun. What do you think Everett's best kept secret is? Parks. I think that's the best kept secret. I think that, um, I mean, the downtown 
corridor is super fun, great nightlife, but like the different places you can get hidden away and different, um, it's like a, a crazy outdoors um, lover's place. What's your, what's your favorite uh, park? My favorite park, uh, I love Howarth Park. Um, love running around on the beach. We've been going to Edgewater, which is, I know, technically Mukilteo right yeah, now. Yeah. It's close. But, it's um, close. But yeah, yeah, I love all those. Who's your favorite parks employee? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so random. <laughs> um, do you well, think... Life works for the city, you know? Yeah. That I, was the I do know some. Yeah. A, I'm the sorry, first, I don't go to comedy college. The Garrett. first parks employee <laughs> I, I met was, uh, his name is Steve Poole. When we got here, um, he's a the weatherman? park ranger. No, Scott Poole. You're right. I was yeah. <laughs> Scott Poole. And uh, he was really nice. It was when we first moved here. We were at Forest Park. Does he work at the Forest Park pool? He works Is at the Forest he Park. He's a ranger. Oh, gotcha. That would be another cool job. Yeah. Park ranger. That's cool. Yeah. Do you think Everett is misunderstood? And if so, why? Yes, for sure. I grew up in Snohomish. And so, um, you know, Everett was kind of a bad word. Uh <laughs> You know, uh, granted, they were our rivals, um, but uh, you just all you saw when you came across was Broadway, um, and that's not ever. You know, Broadway is Everett. Um, Broadway's got its own cool culture to it that I think is up and coming. Um, but there's so many different worlds to Everett. Um, Silver Lake is not normally think of thought of as Everett, but Silver Lake is our own little like Green Lake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many cool different businesses opening up and restaurants, and I think. Everett's totally misunderstood, but it's coming around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I bet you have an interesting perspective on all that with what, with Megan working with the city and everything. And, um, what do you think Everett needs? If anything, I think it needs running clubs. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, cause I, I was, uh, well, runners world magazine and, uh, I was down in Seattle this last weekend and they had, we were at this little, uh, bottle shop basically. And they had a running club that met there every Tuesday night. They go out and run three to five miles and then have some beers. Nice. Um, there's, there's running clubs in the county, but there's not like, uh, and there's also no kids running clubs. So if you got kids into it and you got parents into it, I think it'd be fun to see a bunch of people running all over Everett. There's some cool places to run. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. Um, too lazy to start it, but <laughs> I like the idea. <laughs> Um, what is your greatest hope for Everett's future? To keep going with the energy that's here right now. Um, just yeah. to keep, you need new people too, but the people who are here are excited. And I feel like I'm new enough to Everett. I'm always meeting a new face and hearing someone's new story. And you get new cool businesses that are opening, it seems like daily you know, mm-hmm. and I want to keep seeing that happen. Um, obviously at some cool. point you can't open up a new business every day, but you can keep revitalizing things for um, sure. And that's definitely my hope. And, uh, to keep some of Everett's talent in Everett mm. too. Yeah. For these kids that are growing up in our schools right now to come back. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. We're going to play a game, but before we do quick ad read, hopefully I'll, I won't butcher this. Snohomish PUD has been your community energy partner for over 65 years. Your PUD offers smart ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. They can help you save with instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special prices on efficient home products. Check out their website, snopud.com, for more smart rewards, smart rebates, and smart ideas. Boom. Got it. Good work. One try. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, we like to play a little game called Fast Favorites. We're gonna ask you five questions. You have 60 seconds to answer. If you can answer them in 60 seconds, you might win a prize. And by might, I mean you will <laughs> win a prize. I was gonna ask. Um, all right, I'll watch the clock. You ask the questions. Garrett, Nick, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, where is your favorite place to eat? J Ramen Noodle. Favorite place to drink? Bruce Almighty. Favorite place to watch the sunset? My front windows. Favorite word to describe Everett? Innovative. And favorite thing to do when you have free time? Uh, just play with the kids. I'm at that stage of life. Wow, that was good. That you, may have been. The... You, you thought about these ahead of time, didn't you? Yeah. You no, probably... I've heard There's your like podcast. Zero, you zero liar. Hesitation I heard there. your podcast, and the only one I thought of was Place to Eat, because I was like, ah, but j Robin's definitely my favorite place right now. Nice. Yeah, they make some good stuff. So yeah. you get to pick one prize out of the bag of mystery here. All right. One thing that you said uh, while you go through that um, is, uh, I'll wait now that you've got your prize. Boom. I got a blank notebook from Cat Snap Studio. Yeah, yeah. Mm, nice. Cat, that... Cat Snap's a local artist here in Everett. She uh, hooked us up with a few, few little goodies. So thanks, Cat. That's cool. Thank you. So if you have ideas, you can put them in there. Um, you had mentioned Bruce Almighty, your favorite place to drink. Um, I've sent since, you know, like the Independent has opened up and Toggles is now open. I forget about Bruce Almighty, but um, I feel like they have a lot of the time, like the best beer selection. You know, I feel like Joe, the owner, must know some people because it's like, wow, how do you get that beer? Here he never you know, he does. He uh, was in the so I, I met him through my brother in law works in the beer industry. And he worked with Joe through KNL, which is a big InBev. Yeah, yeah. Budweiser. He's worked there for decades. So he definitely has the connections to all those people. And uh, I said Bruce Almighty. I love the independent and toggles. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce Almighty, because it's spot. like the oldest school for me. Because yeah. when it opened, that was the, the, that was the bottle place. You know, that mm -hmm. was the place you could go, the tap room. Um, mm -hmm. They were the first. I think he, you know, he's, he deserves that credit too. It's a cool place. It is yeah. a cool place. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, before we cut you loose, um, and he asks of our audience, you got a sales pitch. Give me a call. I'm Nick Pembroke, the insurance guy at 1-800-YOU'RE-ON-FIRE. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good one. Uh, yes, uh, you can always contact me for insurance, uh, the agency. You can find us at autohomeboat.com. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, there, You can choose uh, who you want to talk to also. Um, and what other question did you have sorry um that's it you know any sort of last asks of our audience or places people can find you on the internet basically any last words and what's your website where people can get a hold of you which you answered both of those okay so yeah so, autohomeboat.com auto check out mclean insurance they're a big supporter of ours um and we're super thankful for them awesome local company and uh yeah thanks so much for hanging out we appreciate it yeah thanks for having me yeah, and thanks everyone for listening to the Live in Everett podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, comments, whatever, drop us a line. Uh, you can email us at podcast at liveinever.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, take a minute and rate us. Uh, maybe leave a comment. It helps a ton. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, which goes out every single Monday and is packed full of upcoming events, our latest podcast and videos of the week, recap of what's new on the blog, all that good stuff. You can subscribe for free over on the website, liveineverett.com slash subscribe. 
Thanks again, Nick Pembroke uh, from McLean Insurance for joining us today. Uh, special thanks to Oliver Alfarmi for our theme music and to our producer, Henry J., which, by the way, you can catch Henry's radio show. It's called The Stereo Wire. It's on every Friday night at 8.30 p.m. on 90.7 KSER-FM. Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thanks so much for listening and being a part of this awesome city. Have a great week, everyone. This is why we're Everett till the grave.